Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello writers, I'm Josiane Fortin and today I'm interviewing Robert Bell. Robert is the self-published author of the book Blow the Lid Off. So thank you so much for being on the podcast and please tell us about that book. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this book has been, whew, it's my first book, number one, and it has been a journey. It's been a transformational journey, I must say. It's a book written for the unsatisfied licensed professional who you know just feels stuck in their life it helps them how to reclaim their creativity how to increase their income and how to let their light shine you know just increasing their value so how do you set yourself apart okay so tell us a little bit about you i think you're a coach so what inspired you and what is a little bit your journey and your experience that um, helped you write this book All right. Uh, that's good. So professionally, I'm a qualified accountant. <laughs> Most people wouldn't guess that. An accountant writing creativity. It's <laughs> right. very weird. <laughs> But I promise you it's connected. <laughs> um, so I'm a qualified accountant. But I've always been a maverick. I've always been adventurous. So I've done in my career, I've worked in different departments, functions like marketing, you know, IT. I, I've always just loved the thrill of messiness. I've love thriving in chaos i say that um, so I've, i've tried different roles and i'm eager to learn a lot of things what led me to start writing the book is when i started doing all this hopping around different functions taking on different skills i used to encourage my friends hey let's try this out there's a new project coming up in the company why don't we volunteer you know to try it out they're like no are you crazy that's that's ridiculous but there's no structure we don't know what's going to happen we could fail I was like, yeah, we could, but we could also, you know, do something amazing. And I, I just didn't see the same fire in them. And it really got me questioning, what, what's happening? So that's, I, I just started on this journey to find out why is it that I had that fire and why do others don't? And that's how I came to write the book because I realized, all right, there's something different that I was doing that they were missing. And that missing element was me embracing creativity, regardless of my profession, regardless of my background, creativity was the differentiator. I find it so interesting how you say you notice that other people didn't have the same fire. So do you feel that's something that you can bring into people? Like some people might feel like they don't have energy or they don't have passion. Like, is that something that is explained in the book of how to get that fire going? Absolutely. You got it right. It is a how-to book. <laughs> um, if you're looking in terms of category, because that's the first thing we want to address. What, what happened? Um, because um, I think the position that we all have creativity when we are born, we have the ability, I should say, to be creative, but something happens. It gets taken away from us and we lose it. Right? So the book helps us to get back in touch with our childhood creativity, to get that spark going. And the, the, when I get um, messages from readers, emails, or you know, connections on social media. I just hear wonderful stories. People have started businesses, podcasts, you know, everything, no matter what their background, they've just forgotten about it. And they just took back on this childlike 
wonder and said, look, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to help this person. And they go for it. Um, so that's, that's what the book takes you to that journey of how to actually get there. That's it's so sort of me amazing. holding my hand. <laughs> and uh, how long did it take you to write this book? Because I often hear people that they're scared of starting to write something because it will take forever. Did it take a long time or was it really short? To write this specific book, it wasn't a long time. To write a book was a very long time. <laughs> okay, explain <laughs> um, that. <laughs> I, have, I have to separate both of them um, because some people get that spark. Great, I want to write the book, as you said, but they're worried about the, the time it will take, right? I've always heard people tell me, you should write a book. With all those experiences I told you about, you know, trying different projects, you know, doing different things, just taking on risks. People are like, you should write a book about your experiences. But I just was never convinced, like, one, who would want to hear about these experiences? They don't sound exciting to me. I mean, they were ex doing the activities were exciting, but who would want to read about that? Because um, you think about people who have written big, famous books and you compare, all right, my story is not so, so wonderful. Um, but the moment my coach started, my mentor told me that you have a book inside of you. You need to figure out which book it is. The moment I decided this is the book, it took me about less than a year to write less than a year to write, but to publish probably another year. because I didn't know when I started the journey, I had no clue. I know there's someone out there who knows the parameters of self-publishing. I don't know. I just thought I need to write, have someone edit it, slap a, a, um, an image on it. And that's it. I, <laughs> did, I had no clue about the nuances about publishing world. And when I started to learn about it, I was like, oh my goodness, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> So, I mean, it was a very short process because I had already made the commitment. So I decided I, I just need to get it done. Okay. So what platform did you decide to use? Like what tools did you use? I want to know everything. Great. Um, so I, I did quite, I'm, I'm sort of a nerd. So I did quite a bit of research. Um, of course, I, I, the basics everyone does know about Amazon, um, at least to, to get your book out. But the key thing that drove me or helped me is not necessarily the platform, is trying to identify and find the people who I was writing the book for. Because it's pointless to have a wonderful book and have it on every platform, but people don't know about it, right? So I, I spent quite a bit of time finding the people, understanding, learning their language, what, what's the problem? Um, one thing I, I tell people all the time that, look, when you want to write a book, don't think about the content you have to give right? That's not priority. Don't think I don't have enough content. I don't have enough research. That's not important. Writing a book and becoming an author is about highlighting a question and giving the answer to that question. And so my question was, why is it that licensed professionals like doctors, lawyers, engineers don't consider themselves creative? That was the question I was, it's sort of like a thesis. That was the question I was seeking to answer. And I found the answer. And my, prop, my proposition is that the answer is that they have, um, denied their creative abilities within them. So that's what I spent a lot of time doing as opposed to the platforms. So the platforms are the tools. And yes, I know a lot of people want to know the tools and I'm going to give you that right now, but just always first make sure you know your why. That's very important. So the tools I use um, Amazon and in this day and age, 
tools are so much easier. I use Draft Digital to distribute my book that distributes it to Apple, to Barnes and Noble. There's so many tools out there um, that are available to make work easier. Of course, finding them out is different, but that's why they're here on your podcast. That's why you invite people like us to give you the inside tips. So I use Draft Draft Digital. Um, to distribute my books it's sort of like the anchor of 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 books you know anchor helps distribute podcasts across so many different platforms etc i'm I'm not here promoting a particular platform and just showing um (laughs) the interaction um what's also key for me is tools where uh, notes evernote whenever i would hear a conversation or see a piece of research i'll take note of it and drop it into the in my you know cloud-based directory so that i can go back to it that's that's a tool that helped me very much. I would ex- exactly copy an expression. Let's say we're having this this podcast interview and you make an expression. I'll I'll just write it down and go back and reflect upon it and unpack it. And that that that's what helped me quite a bit. Okay, that's so awesome that you take the time like that to take notes and go back and kind of be creative about it and see how it can apply to your life. And something that you said that I want to go back to is how you figured out your, like, I call it target market, but there are different terms like rolling around. Um, But did you do this exercise prior to writing the book or is it by writing it that it kind of came clear to you, okay, that's actually the problem that I'm solving right now is this? I would say the answer to that is both. I did um, start to figure that out. Oh, I, I identified that as I said, before I started writing, because I wanted to know what question am I answering and how am I going to answer it? What's unique about me? There's so many books about creativity, lots of books. I don't have a degree in, in psychology or neuroscience or anything. So I needed to come from an angle that could appeal to a particular set of people. And when I sat down and realized, all right, um, the best person to talk to fellow accountants and engineers and so on is one of them. Right? So that's that's what I figured out. But as I continued to write, I was able to get more granular. I, I say it like this. I have a principle that governs my life, a mantra. It's called MAMI, M-A-M-I. It's an acronym and it stands for make you know minor adjustments that give you major improvements. The whole premise of that is we get stuck and paralyzed too much by wanting everything at the start of a journey. Right. And it just doesn't happen that way. You know, my mentor tells me clarity comes when you begin the journey. You, you've got to just get started and things will become clearer as you go along. Don't wait to have the perfect device, the perfect tool, because I figured a lot of these things out as I went along the journey, because I would find someone who's in the process of writing. I say, hey, I'm writing. What are you using? You know, what are what? What, what, how can we exchange and share each other? Joining platforms, joining Facebook groups to ask questions. That was a key for me because people want to help someone who's already started something, right? And I join a lot of these platforms and you hear someone said, oh, I'm thinking about writing a book. What would you guys advise? And we give advices. And then a year later, the person's like, yeah, I haven't quite started yet. And we ask why, You're like, I don't know, you know? So the tools wasn't really the barrier. Yeah. And that's what I've come to realize. The tool is never the barrier. It's just the commitment. You just have to commit to get it started. It doesn't mean put something out that's very low grade, you know, ETC, but start the journey. Yeah, that's such great advice. I love that, like how you need to get started to figure it out. It's not like you're going to know every single step of the way before you get started. And that's some message that I try to share also to others. Like I totally agree with you on that and can I tell you something yes go ahead Um, 
why it's important to get started because what you think you know you don't know <laughs> yes uh, half <laughs> of my manuscript was ripped out by the editors they were like this is not relevant i was like oh my goodness like i i spent countless hours late nights writing this and they ripped it i was like nope not relevant nope not relevant stay on point stay on point this is a good story or this is a good example not relevant take it out take it out take it out chop it down so the book that that's you guys see today is half of what i wrote half i mean if you have ever written a book or in the process of writing a book half of your work thrown out the window is <laughs> is very torturous i could say but because i'm always looking at the bright side of things and, I've, and I say this a lot, that in the creative journey, nothing is ever wasted. Nothing. So all those stories or examples that I had that were not relevant, they were not relevant for the message and the answer of the book, but they were relevant to repurpose as content for social media or for my newsletter or for something else. So it never got wasted. And that's what I love about a journey sort of writing the book. Nothing ever gets wasted. That's so smart because at first you're like, oh, I wasted time. And then you turn around and get creative and see, oh, how can I reuse this material that I've already created? I, I love this. And do you have specific advice for people who are looking to become self-published author, like not looking to be traditionally published, but more in the self-publishing? Yes. Um, some piece of advice I would say is one, progress over perfection, progress over perfection. Um, it's said a lot that you never finish writing a book. You never finish writing a book. So number one is you got to commit to end the book. You got to commit to end the book. I, I, at times I experienced this and I've seen it a lot. A lot of authors want to give everything they have in the book. And yes, I agree. You should give your readers the best of what you have to provide. But because we are human beings, we're continuously developing. We're continuously learning. And you got to be careful not to get down the rabbit hole, especially if you're publishing a nonfiction book where you, you find a new piece of research or you find something, you need to have a cutoff point. And the tip I would give there is if you find something that is so critical that will change the mind of the reader, then sure, go ahead and include it. If not, you can include it as a bonus, as a free download, as, an, as a workbook or something. You, you've got to be creative. I mean, hey, I talk about creativity, so I have to give a creative solution. And, and this is a gem. I give a lot of people this advice that whenever you find that you can make it into something else, repurpose that content. Don't, don't think it's ever wasted. That's one of the biggest tips I'll give. So you got to have a cutoff point. Commit to a date. doesn't mean you got to choke neck um, yourself that, look, by this day, got to be published right? Because my book was published on March 12th, 2020. And I, I'm, I'm based in Kenya right now. On March 13th, the first case of coronavirus was announced. And I had planned a launch and everything, had books ordered and yeah, it, that, that, that just went south. <laughs> okay, so you had planned a launch and okay, you had to cancel everything. And that was my, my other question is, how do you promote your book? So you didn't have that launch. What, how did you replace it? What else did you do? What is uh, something that works really well for you? Right. Um, so as I answer that question, it's important for anyone considering writing a book or a second book for that matter is understanding what it means to be an author. I, I think a lot of people don't have that understanding. And you see, an author is not just a writer. Right? An author is someone who establishes himself as an authority on a subject matter, particularly if it's nonfiction. Right? If it's fiction, you're still establishing yourself as an authority. Like this is the person for sci-fi or for something. 
And you need to realize that when you're an authority, you can communicate in many different ways. So when my book launch didn't happen, technology is our best friends. I hit the podcast trail. Bearing in mind, I had never done a podcast interview ever. I've listened to podcasts, but I just never saw myself being interviewed on a podcast. And I was like, what? So I tried it. Um, as, as you've heard from my history, I'm very open to trying things, whether it fails or not. And I tried it. And within about three months, I had done 30 podcast interviews, three zero podcast interviews. And I get a lot of feedback that my podcast interviews are great. I had no training on how to, to be you know, a podcast guest. I had zero. I just clicked, sign up. Do you want to be a guest? And I did it. <laughs> Because I found podcasts that was speaking to my target market or to my niche. So I was like, you know what? I just need to go and pretty much present the book and, you know, just do it. Right. So that's how I promote my book by hitting the podcast circuit. I, I try to write as much as possible because as an author, people just still want to read your writing. So I write my newsletter. I try to write on social media. Not as fast turnaround because um, I have a, a bit of dyslexia. So Oof, I, I have to get things edited multiple times. So my, my workflow, my pipeline for writing is much slower. So what I decided to do is that I started now doing video. I started a YouTube channel. Um, so that's picking up quite well. I have some exciting content coming out um, on that page. So that's, that's how I promote my book. Then number three is by collaborating with other authors. I find someone who has written quite similar to what I've written to, and I don't see them as a threat. And I have collaborated with so many fellow authors on LinkedIn where I share their books, they share my, they share my books, I speak to their audience, they speak to my audience. And that's, that's how I promote myself. Okay, and I'm curious to go back to the podcast. Do, did you see some book sales coming directly? Can you associate it with some um, podcast that you've been on? Or is it just like you can't really tell between like all the different marketing that you're doing? Yeah, that's a very good question because as an accountant, you, I, I look at my data. <laughs> right, <laughs> I should have known. To <laughs> sometimes to my own peril sometimes. Um, and as I enter it, one thing though you got to realize is the message of your book can never be fully understood or appreciated through numbers of book sales, right? Um, that's something I've come to realize. Book sales, uh, they, they may not be a very good indicator, you know, sometimes. But directly to your question, yes, I have seen book sales based on particular podcasts. When I check my Amazon reviews, I've seen people commenting five stars saying, I listened to this person on this particular podcast. I decided to buy the book because what I heard was very intriguing and the book has changed my life. I mean, that one comment, that one purchase has more meaning to me than 200 sales, right? Because my goal, because I set out very clearly what the goal of my book was, is to help transform lives. Money was secondary. And I'm not just saying that to be humble. I really wanted to get the message out. But it doesn't mean that I give away the book for free. Because listen, if someone doesn't see value, even free is expensive. All right. All right. I love that. And that was one of my other questions. It's so funny how you just like keep like <laughs> raising my next questions. So uh, do you have tips on getting more reviews on Amazon? Yeah, so number one is don't be afraid to give out your book for free to specific people. I do this a lot. I, on LinkedIn, you know, I comment and I look to see someone who's really struggling in their career, you know, someone who's posting. I found a post by 
a recent graduate, you know, young into the corporate world about three, four years. And she was, listen, guys, I think I've been um, conned by motivational speakers. You know, I've listened to so many motivational talks and, you know, it just doesn't work for me. And I commented on her and I said, right, um, you need to realize that the role of a motivational speaker is just to get you started. Right. But what you need to do is, is get to a deeper level, right? Which is what I do. I'm a transformational speaker. I don't just give you nice things to say. I'm giving you things that will help change your life. And I told her, this is why I wrote the book. And I, I messaged her, I inboxed her and said, I'm going to send you a free copy of my book. I want you to read it. And I want you to give me a very honest review. And 100% of the times when I give that free book away, it results in another sale. Because even without me prompting the person to give a review, they go ahead and give the review. They post on social media. Because they see the value, they're like, I, I don't just say, hey, here's my book for free. I, I connect with them, right? So that's the best way, connect with your audience. When I go on podcasts, I connect with people. I give, I could give you the whole contents of my book and someone will still want to go buy the book because they want to own it. I, I sell that personal connection. So if you want to get reviews, you know, just identify your target market and, you know, give some gifts of value to people, number one. I mean, I know number two, a lot of people say you can, uh, swap with authors but you know amazon has very tight rules around that also i find that to be very quid quo pro um <laughs> i don't really advocate for that uh, but number two is really it goes back to number one it's, it's finding a connection with someone i go back um because because i'm a speaker i do direct sales with with people like take their contacts in my newsletters i write back to people and say can you tell me two three things two or three things that stood out for you in the book and I give them a format. So if you want reviews, give people a format. And some of the things you want to ask people to do is what inspired them in the book, right? What is What did they see in the book that they've not seen somewhere else before? And who do you think that this book would be ideal for if they were to recommend the book for someone? I think that's the best way because it really probes in a reader's mind like, right, I got value from this book. But I do know, I know one person, I know one person who can benefit from this and it's Sally or it's Jacob, you know, or whoever. Fine, you know, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to post a review on Amazon or Goodreads so that, you know, that person can get it because I've seen what it can, what it has done for me. Because sometimes people read a book, they get the value, we put it down, we go to the next book. You know, we have a lot of busy lives, but just reframing that, per, that reader's mind to, um, you know, recommend it to someone else. But that works if you, if you kind of know the people, you know, that goes to building your author platform. Um, it is if you don't know, um, then that's, that's problematic. You should never have a book as an author and you can't have direct access to your readers or potential readers, whether it be to a Facebook group, a LinkedIn group, some sort of sort of platform. So you've got to be where they are. Don't just show up to sell. I mean, people will not take that too kindly. Okay. And just making sure that I understood correctly on your, it's on your, your newsletter where you give them like prompt questions and then that brings them to leave, leave reviews, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I'm, should... I'm, I establish that connection with them yeah. um, and I show up every time. I don't, you can't just show up to your target audience and say, hey, I have a new book. Hey, I have a new course. You, you always have to be given value, right? Let them know that this is an exchange of value. Do you have a question? Do you have this? You know, build your funnel up so that you can, you know, always have that constant connection. And that also works for future readers. When, when readers continue to see your value, for example, you listen to this podcast, 
you know, reach out to someone who's been interviewed on a podcast on social media. If they reach out and they tell me, hey, I listened to this podcast, I heard you on it. I got one of that today on LinkedIn, actually, just before I came on. I saw that, I haven't responded. So I'm going to reach back out to her and say, listen, if you, I see you really connected with my content here, you can sign up for my newsletter so you can continuously get free content. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me here, follow my YouTube page, ETC. And then when the time is right, you pitch the sale. When the time is right, you ask for the review. Awesome. I love that. Are you planning to write more books in the future? Are you working on something right now? Absolutely. Too many, actually. <laughs> I can't, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I have discovered that this was, this was my first book. I've discovered the first book is usually for the author. And the second book is when you really just hone that, you know, you own that, um, that title. Uh, so yes, I wrote the book for people, but it was really to help me uh, get that confidence that I can be an author. So seeing my name, hearing you introduce me as an author is like, all right, you know, I, I got this, you know, I got this. So I am definitely working on, on um, other books. My next book coming out is going to target um, females um, who need to develop this courage and stop second guessing themselves and stop self-doubting themselves. Yes, I'm always into some weird areas. A man speaking to women, how to develop courage and stop self-sabotaging. I mean, whew, that's just interesting. <laughs> I'm curious to read that. So do you have a, like a, a date that you plan to have it out or is it too soon to know? I want to have it ready for uh, the Christmas holidays so it can be a gift. And um, I'll give you a, a little hint. I'll give you a little tip. And I don't mind sharing tips. We should share tips with each other. My goal is to have it ready for the Christmas season. And I'm not even going to target women. I am going to target men to buy the book as a gift for their women. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have to invite you back on the podcast and see how that went for you. The results, all, all the numbers, you're an accountant. So you'll have all the numbers. All right. That was right. so fun. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. And if people want to know more about you, uh, you talked about a YouTube channel that you host. Where can they find it? Your website, everything. I want uh, my listeners to hear it. Fantastic. Thank you so much for having me um, here. And I love the work you're doing to promote authorship, self-publishing especially. It's, it's a very challenging world and can be very lonely so I really appreciate the work that you're doing I'm very honored to have come here and to give value to your audience people can connect with me I'm Robert A. Bell on YouTube robertabell.com that's my website Robert A. Bell on social media platforms LinkedIn Facebook Twitter Instagram if you type that in you'll find me but I would really say look for me on YouTube you get a lot of content there let's interact subscribe um, and LinkedIn. Those are the two main areas I tend to hang out. You can find me there and you can also check my website, sign up for my newsletter to get you know, additional free content. And if you want some advice on my self-publishing journey, you want to reach out some more, I'm very open to that. We can book a call and I can share with you my experience. Thank you so much, Robert, for being on the podcast. That was so much fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. 
I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!